we start today's episode, just to let you know, you can now nominate for the 2025 Northern Power Women Awards. To be in with a chance of celebrating with changemakers, trailblazers and advocates on the 6th of March 2025. Nominate now at wearepower.net. Women podcast for your career and your life, no matter what business you're in. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of the Northern Power Women podcast. I'm Sam Walker, ex but always will be Northern Power Woman, now in Arizona in the USA, and Simone Roche, of course, still in the Costa del Albert Dock in Liverpool. I tell you what, you're looking a bit tanned, lady. We can see each other when we do these recordings. You've got a glow. Oh, I have. It's been 27 degrees up north. Can you believe it? That's what it is about 4am here, but yeah, carry on. <laughs> but, but typically it's gone from 27 degrees to suddenly overnight, massive storm, 18 degrees. Doesn't make sense, Obst. does it? But, Obst, you know, yeah, but you know what? I'm going to take that lovely little bit of tropical Mersey that we've just had this week. It's been been quite wonderful, quite wonderful. You do genuinely look very relaxed. I'm guessing the relaxation you are exuding is not, is that a word, exuding? You exude? Yeah, yeah you exude, yeah. yeah. Exuding. Um, I'm, I'm guessing that that kind of glow that you are, per, that's permeating via the airwaves to me, isn't due to your massively relaxing holiday last week. Because last time we spoke, you were doing some sort of Terry and June style reunion with Northern Power Man. He was in the camper van. You were getting on a train to Chester. Your axes were going to cross and you were heading to Anglesey, which sounded glorious. And, and what happened? Fan belt failure. 24 hours into our first camper van experience, which, P.S., we had totally fallen in love with. Wild camping, the most phenomenal. I managed to, um, literally, it was like, it was like an Annika Rice. That's going to show my age now, isn't it? Race (laughs) against the clock. I literally left here last week after recording, jumped on a scooter. Got to the station, literally got ahead of herself, managed to uh, fortunately rendezvous with Rob, even though he wasn't at the uh, previously planned station. But never mind, we're still married. (laughs) Um, Got got to Anglesey. We were in Anglesey by 7pm. It was beautiful, overlooking Puffin Island, fish and chips, sat on a blanket, bottle of champagne. Life was good. Next day, a bit drizzly, but still stunning, zigzagged across that beautiful, beautiful island. Reversing out of a car park, bang, bang, bang. What is that noise? Fan belt. Five hours waiting for the RAC. They didn't even try to fix it. They just recovered us home. So it was, it literally was like a little Pac-Man, you know, just game over. So I was, I wasn't a bit gutted because it was the first kind of holiday we'd had kind of scheduled. Yeah, (laughs) come on. Travel God, seriously. You've not had a lot on for the last day. 
18 months travel gods. You haven't had a lot of trips you've had to look over and keep right. So come on now. That's just cruel. Oh, uh, do you know why it was? The the owners of the, the van, you know, it's, it's just one of those. They were absolutely wonderful. They stayed in contact with us and, you know, all that kind of thing. But you know what? It was, it was a bit down in the dumps for yeah, a period of hours. Got back at three in the morning like you do. Got some abuse oh. from the next door neighbour for where the camper van lived. But that was a whole other thing. You know, you kind of go, oh, and then you go, do you know what? Actually, the sun is glorious. We live in a great space. We paddleboarded, you know, our weekend out. We hung out with friends. We ate and drank too much. I cooked paella. So, you know what? You've got to look at the small wins. And actually, one of our lovely Northern Power women sent me a, um, a private Facebook messenger when they'd send my Facebook posts and just, just kind of went, you know, because I, I normally more was very positive, but I did think, God, I've thrown out a bit of a pity party here. And she shook me out my pity party by highlighting something that's happened to her. And you know what? So thank you, Northern Power Woman, who will remain unnamed for now. But actually, yeah, you know what? Worse things happen at sea. They have. But you know what? It's all right to have a pity party as well sometimes. It's okay to feel fed up. I think you, you're perfectly, it's a legitimate reaction to something you were so excited excited about and so looking forward to. And there's always someone worse off than you. But that doesn't mean you can't spend a little bit of time and lick your wounds. It's not a competition. There was there was someone I remember who always used to say, oh, all these people moaning about what's happening here. They should have been in the trenches in World War One. It's like, yeah, but you know what? That doesn't negate your suffering. Let's all give ourselves a break. We're It's okay to feel aggrieved sometimes. So you had your moment, but then you amazingly saw the bigger picture, as you said, which is also great. But don't beat yourself up for feeling fed up, I say. And actually, I know we're, we're early for high five, but massive high five for just the world out there. We've gone... Barry, a great guy called Gary, Gary G, Gary G and Kelly, they've got a massive camper van. He's like, I will drive it anywhere you need to go. You know, you go, stay. And I've got a Vespa on the back. I'll scoop back. Our lovely Emma M, you know, go and stay in our place, our caravan in Abbasock. You know, people, just people around going, do this. You know, Jay Moore, I'm in a 17 bedroom house in Port Maddock. I still don't know why, but why don't you swing (laughs) back? Swing by here. We couldn't really swing the low, low driver. You know what? Those offers Mm. are people who wanted to kind of bring a little smile in you. You know, so actually all of that adds up to Take the disappointment away and go, look, some nice people out there. And, you know, we got a chance to catch up with friends that right. we might not have seen for another few weeks or months or 100%. whatever. So, and yeah. you reap what you sow. You reap what you sow. So it shows the fact that everyone showed up for you shows what you have reaped in the past as well because people want to make you feel better because in the past you've made them feel better. So I'm sorry, but I'm also glad because like you said, sort of all the wonderful people around you have been revealed. I love it. I want to bring the mood down a tiny amount very quickly and just have a little bit of a warning. I woke up at 5.30 this morning here in Arizona. I'd fallen asleep dead early the night before. So I was perfectly like, ding, I'm awake. I thought, great, I've got so much to do. I'm going to have a couple of hours, get everything done before the house wakes up, like sometimes you do. Got to my computer and my ex-brother-in-law, so my sister-in-law's ex-husband, has just remarried. And I'd seen it on Instagram and I'd sent him a message saying, oh my gosh, gosh, congratulations. You know, I didn't realise it was happening, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, I woke up to a message from him saying, oh, hi, 
oh, I've just, sorry, I've just sent you a code that I didn't mean to send you on your WhatsApp. Can you send it to me? And because I'd literally talked to him the day before on Instagram, I was like, oh, yeah, great. I'll send it to you. Didn't think anything of it. <laughs> Half an hour later, my husband appears and goes, you didn't get a weird message from the brother, ex-brother-in-law, did you? And I went, yeah. And he went, whatever you do, don't click on it. It's, you've been hacked. And I went, I've literally just sent it to him because I've just had a conversation with him and it was 5.30 and I wasn't thinking and, oh no. So I then spent my whole two hours that I was meant to be catching up with all the work, going online, finding out how to uninstall and reinstall my WhatsApp, blah, 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 blah. So if you get any message from someone who's very close to you, like a brother-in-law, just saying, oh, hi, I've accidentally sent you a message. Can you send it to me? Don't do it. Saying those words out loud seems so blatantly obvious it's a scam that I feel really stupid. But you know what? This is what, when it gets us, when we're right in the middle of something else, when we're busy, when we're thinking about other things, when we're just going, oh, getting on with our day, write it on the list. So just be super aware because actually looking into it, it's a huge scam that's going around at the moment. Now, luckily, I've managed to uninstall my WhatsApp put my two-step authentication code on there so they, they won't be able to access anything. But if you use WhatsApp, make sure you have the two-step authentication on there. It's something that doesn't happen automatically. Make sure you have it on. I didn't, but I do now. But what these hackers can do is they can get in and then they set up the two-step, which means you can't get into your own account. So please be super, super careful. And if you use WhatsApp, get on there now and set up your two-step authentication code. And if you have a message from me, which I don't think you can because I didn't manage to access my account, asking for me to send you a code, just just ignore it. Just delete it. Just report it. That's it. Public service oh. announcement over. Well, well, actually, just on the back of that, I got one yesterday from, um, you know, someone I've not been in touch with for a long time, got an email through going, um, here's a such and such for you. Thought this might be useful. And I thought, mm, attachment, never going to open it. So I mm. just pressed reply and I went thinking it looked exactly like his email address. Yes. Um, and I went, is this right? Are you sure this is this? They responded straight back to me going, yeah, it's, a, we just look, thought this would be really interesting for, you know, for what you're doing, et cetera, et cetera. And I thought, so mm. I went in and looked in fine detail at the email address and it was off. And so I, I, I then contacted him and said, and he went, oh my God, thanks so much. That, that looks so authentic. So they really do clever buggers out there. You know, I would never click on an attachment on an email, but I didn't realize now they can hack in as one of your contacts on WhatsApp without that contact knowing and they are trying to install your WhatsApp on their phone. So just be super careful. I didn't know this was happening via WhatsApp. It now is. And it's like, ah, so be careful. Anyway, there we go. A disaster and a public service announcement. <laughs> What's to do? What's going on in the world of Northern Power Women, uh, Simone? You've got some events coming up, haven't we? Yeah, we have. We've got our uh, Power Circle this week, which is our new traits of leadership. And we really would welcome you uh, taking part in the poll. There's a poll on LinkedIn and Twitter where we're talking about, you know, um, leadership and, and what does it look like post-pandemic? So please take literally one second, one click to to make your vote so that's happening um, and it's about compassion isn't it and it's it, about whether really the pandemic has has 
allowed leaders to see the people who were working for them with them as human beings and not just as workers, whether we're having a kind of more holistic approach to the workspace, where we realize when we walk in the office door, you don't become a different person. You're still a mother or a father or a brother or a sister or a husband or a wife. It's got a lot of other stuff going on in their lives. Yeah. So that's a really great poll. Just remind people of the social, Simone, where they can find those. So they can find it on LinkedIn and on Twitter um, that you can cast your vote. And this will at all... North Power Women. At North Power women thank you uh, or um, Northern Power Women on LinkedIn but this all goes towards this will all go on to our ongoing uh, new traits of leadership research uh, which we talked about and we we developed last year with Teesside University as part of our levelling up report so this is us keeping the conversations going so because we're going into a new style of leadership and new styles of, of work yeah. workplace so that's why we want to keep that conversation going talking about kind of keeping the conversation going on the 30th of June We've got a Northern Power Futures virtual carousel networking event with uh, with our brilliant partners, uh, Bank of New York, Mellon. So this is for early careers. So if you're somebody who wants to ask for help, we have got so many mentors. We always end up with more mentors than mentees. So any questions you've got, it's like a little speed date. You'll have two lots of mm. 20 minutes that you can ask any question. There's no such thing as a silly question, but we have got these amazing mentors from different sectors, uh, different parts of the North who want to help and support you on your way or journey. So that's on the 30th. Again, you can find that on our Northern Power Futures channel um, and also on all of our so- social medias, NP Futures. So please do get involved in that. So yeah, a lot, you know, been a lot going on. And actually, since we had the launch of our Be Heard, our Be Heard mm. webinar a few weeks ago, We've had a real, you know, masses of signups to be heard. So whether or not you're a booker uh, looking for a speaker, an event or for the media or whether you want your voice to be heard. And let's face it, you do and you should because you've got something to say. Please sign up to be-heard.io because our platform, our database needs your side hustles. You know, it's easy, isn't it? It's easy to put that at the bottom of the to-do list and it's easy to have imposter syndrome jump in and think, well, there's other people on there who are more qualified than me. I listened to a British radio station yesterday for the first time in quite a long time, but I was um, cleaning out the pantry. I've got a little pantry cupboard in my kitchen, which I'm dead excited by because I've never had a pantry before because it seems like something out of a Victorian novel, but they're dead common here. And so I'd open my pantry and whenever I'd done the shopping, people just shove it in shove it in, shove it in. So all the shelves were kind of half falling down. It was really annoying me. And I went in to get something and a massive jar of pasta sauce fell off the shelf onto my foot, which was spectacular. I've had to cancel my Pilates. I can't walk on my foot very well. It's it's really, really painful. But I then yesterday took an hour and a half and redid the whole pantry so that no shelves were teetering and I wasn't going to have another jar gate. So I put this British radio station on. I thought, I've not heard any English radio for such a long time. And I listened for an hour and a half and it kind of straddled two shows, the drive show and the evening show. And it was a speech radio station. And there was lots of discussion on there around uh, the awful reports that came out this week about sexual harassment of nurses and other carers in care homes and not just sexual harassment, but also some sort of physical assault as well. There was discussions around um, the uh, the head of Weatherspoon saying we need some more European immigration, even though he'd been a man really campaigning for Brexit and saying no to immigration. So there was lots of discussion around that. You know, there were some big, meaty stories going on. 
And there was lots of experts who popped up to discuss various things from the pandemic to immigration to assault in various... There was not a single woman. And it really, really, really struck me how, oh, it's another male expert. It's another male expert. It's another male expert. Oh, there's another male expert. And you know what? Those men had good things to say, but where was the diversity of thought? It simply wasn't there. So don't think for a minute that any of those male experts who were on are any more of an expert than you are, if you're listening, because they are not. No disrespect to them, but you have as much expertise. Some of these people weren't particularly senior. Please, please, please go and sign up. B-her.io because your voice needs to be heard because my daughters are listening to that as well and thinking, oh, is there no women who do anything in any any capacity in the world? And there are. So please, we would love, love, love you to sign up. B-her.io. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks very much. Let's hear from an amazing woman, shall we? Should we get some life lessons, Simone? Oh, I love this. Angela Sterling, she's the CEO of Lingo Tot, um, which is a children's language franchise. Uh, she was a successful teacher and then she founded Lingo Tot with two kids under two. Oh my goodness. Um, oh, no. as a means of continuing her passion for teaching. Here are Angela's life lessons. Really poked me up this week. Hello, I'm Angela Sterling. I am the founder and managing director of LingoTot. We are an education franchise that teaches languages to kids aged between 0 and 11. So I'm just going to go straight into the questions. When have you felt the fear and done it anyway? When I appeared on Dragon's Den, I was absolutely petrified. But, you know, you just got to hold your head high and get in there. Um, what a commonly accepted rule of business that you have found not to be true? That to get anywhere in life you have to be corporate it's just not true at all i'm just me and people either like it or they don't and it seems to be working so far um have you ever found an ally in an unusual place yes i found an ally in my local mp so during um lockdown when we when the country all shut last year and we're, we're an education business um i was absolutely terrified um that the business would go under basically so contact my local MP. This was before anything was released about um, bounce back loans and things like that. So contact my local MP who was really helpful. He got me on to um, round table meetings with cabinet ministers um, and you know that those kind of meetings culminated in, in business support packages like furlough and bounce back loans which was great but Later in the year, um, he then asked me to become a local councillor and I'm very, very proud to announce that I went for it and just last week we won in a very, very Labour um, constituency in the northeast of England. Um, I stood as a Conservative candidate and won and I'm absolutely thrilled to bits. Um, when have I had to make a difficult choice about my career? That was when I had my first baby and I think this strikes true for a lot of women who work or who have businesses that this little bundle of joy arrives and it completely changes your view on the world. So the, the choice was to leave basically a career that I absolutely adored as a teacher um, and to, to spend more time at home with my little girl and subsequently second little girl. Which brings me lovely onto the fifth and final question. Have you ever changed careers? Yeah. So I used to be a modern languages teacher um, in secondary schools and primary schools, actually. 
Um, but when the babe, first baby came along, I decided to um, completely change. I did not want to stay away from my baby, could not work full time as a normal teacher, but I did love teaching. So I kind of launched the business I've got now, Lingo Tot, as a bit of a hobby business, thinking I would um, do a little bit of self-employment <laughs> for a little while until the kids got a little bit bigger and I would get a air quote proper job and go back into teaching um, but it went a bit mad from the start the BBC came to my first ever lesson and things went a bit mental from there and that's been my career change and now we franchise the business and what's lovely is I get to see lots of other women do exactly what I did I get to empower them and see that transformation from a, a typical normal job to um, self-employment and into something that they, 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 they love, absolutely genuinely really love, but that also works with their family. Um, and that, to me, that's kind of the ultimate teacher goal, <laughs> to, to just see lives be transformed. It's just that now I work with lots of lovely ladies um, rather than school children. Although I do still do a little bit of school teaching now and again as well, because, you know, why wouldn't I? It's gorgeous. Um, I hope that's everything you need and I would love um, to chat to you some more. Thank you so much to Angela Sterling, the CEO of Lingo Tot. As ever, Simone, I love listening to these because despite the fact we've heard you know, over 50 over the last year or so. There's still something new every single week. I loved her comment about the commonly accepted rule of business you found not to be true, that you don't need to be super corporate, even if you're in corporate life. She said, I'm just me. People either like me or they don't, which is something we all pretend to say, but it's actually very hard to walk the walk, isn't it? And not just talk the talk on that one. But oh, I love that. I loved it. And I love that, you know, it's just, I think it's a very authentic, you know, I think yeah. most of them are actually, but you know, you know, when she appeared on Dragon's Den, she was absolutely terrified, you know, mm. but you've just got to hold your head up and get in there. But I just think she is, she's a real success story and also had time to now stand and become a local councillor too. It's, yes. you know, unbelievable. You know, I just thought, I thought she was tremendously impressive and mm. a real ultimate Northern Power woman who cracks on. Thanks, Angela. Please do keep your life lessons sending into us. Please do share your top tips because people do take away, you know, the real nuggets from this. I do. Sam does too. 100%. Podcast at northernpowerwomen.com is where just drop us a quick email, say, hey, I'd love to do a life lessons. We'll do everything else for you. It's dead easy. It's five minutes of your day, but really it's the bit that everyone tells us they love the most. So podcast at northernpowerwomen.com or drop us a note on Twitter at North Power Women. You can find us on LinkedIn as well. A little message will be terrific. Right, Simone, before we get some high fives, I just want to say happy Pride Month. Happy Pride Month, everyone. This, of course, is the month of the year that we celebrate people who are LGBTQIA plus from the great communities that are around us. And I want to do a little plug, in fact, for another podcast that I'm involved in. And it's a podcast that I started with the brilliant Emma Goswell, a really, really good friend of mine. We've known each other more than 10 years Emma was actually being a lodger. She was a lodger in my house in Manchester. 
And um, I had a little recording studio downstairs in my house. It was a cupboard with some, you know, foam. Been there. Been in that cupboard. (laughs) You've been in that cupboard. We had fun in that cupboard, Simone. (laughs) And um, I said to Em, why don't we start a podcast about coming out? And she said, nah, no no one's going to be interested in that, are they? Not Not in 2018 or whatever it was when we launched. And I went, yeah, there's still a lot of people who find coming out, whether they're coming out as non-binary or uh, trans or gay, lesbian, bisexual, intersex, uh, asexual, all these different identities that people have. And um, we started it and it's actually been phenomenally successful. We do it purely for love. This isn't something that we, we kind of have money for. It's cost us a lot of money, but it's something we both feel really, really passionate about. And in fact, we were approached by a publisher about 18 months ago, two years ago, and now have a book, the Coming Out Stories book. So we would love, please, for you to listen. Listen if you are not part of the LGBTQ plus community, just to get an idea, because I think there's so much guff in the newspapers about what people of that community, you know, how they represent, how they're represented and, and how lies about how they feel about themselves. And I think it's really important to hear from people from within that community, because guess what? They know because it's their lives. So please do listen. Coming Out Stories, it's a podcast and uh, you can just find out more at comingoutstoriespodcast.com. Thank you very much. Love it. Love your podcast. Love all of your award-winning podcasts, can I say, but do <laughs> particularly love this. And you can tell it's made for love. You can tell that is it's produced, produced with hearts. It's great. We've met some ace people as well, so it's been absolutely fantastic to do. Some of the stories you'll cry, some of them, a lot of them you'll laugh a lot, but they're just terrific. Uh, Coming Out Stories, the podcast. Thank you. Let's get some high fives, Simone Roche. We do this every single week. It's a chance for you to celebrate either a win in your life or celebrate someone around you and something they have achieved. Who we got? I have got Devlin Poetry on Instagram who has started her new job. Congratulations. I've also got a personal high five for our Philly. Philly last weekend was out on a couch to 5k run, uh, found somebody slumped in a, um, yeah, in a, in a bus shelter, uh, stayed with them for two hours, called the police, whole manner of tragic story or whatever. But, you know, she was a regular kind of proper dim- Samaritan. Proper Wow. Samaritan and I do say that's because she's been up north she's had that northern factor she's taken <laughs> the northern she's taken the northern sort of you know back down there so but massive you know I thought that was a massive you know um like nice. some active active kindness so massive high five uh to Philly and as I say a massive high five to all those people who've been very kind uh to me this week but yeah not so many high fives this week Sam I'm not sure, sure why so please keep them coming well it's because it was a bank holiday weekend yes people were in that zone weren't they yes definitely 100%. well I'll high five you Simone for for not kind of falling apart in despair when your trip that you've been waiting 18 months to go on kind of ended in disaster after 24 hours. So well done to you. And we're going to attempt to go on our trip that we were going on for our birthday. And of course, we loaded up our, our camper van completely to head down south to the Catalina Mountains in Arizona on my daughter's birthday, on my birthday, to find that someone has stolen our catalytic converter. So much like you, our friends rallied round and put on little parties for us, which was lovely. But we had it fixed yesterday. I don't know how I slept last night, convinced it was being nicked again. But hopefully, touch every manner of wood, we're going on that trip this weekend now, uh, slightly delayed. So let's see, you know, a few grand 
out of pocket because of blooming costs, but whatever. You know, you just get on with life, don't you? So let's hope. Enjoy that open road. Can't wait. Can't wait. Well, look, thank you so, so much for listening, of course, to the Northern Power Women podcast. We're here with you every single week. Do tell your mates. Do subscribe. We'd love to have you along listening. The next episode of the Northern Power Women podcast is coming your way on Monday, June the 14th. Until then, she's Simone Roche. I'm Sam Walker. And the Northern Power Women podcast is a What Goes On Media production. Ooh.